You're listening to episode 29 of Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. And uh, as you can tell, Tyler's still not with us. He's he's Our budgeting got cut, so we just can't afford to pay him anymore. Um, and since then, we've <laughs> lost an interface and headphone <laughs> app, so please donate to us. We need your money. <laughs> we're, running, we're running pretty bare bones right now. We're, this is the skeleton crew. Um, we've moved to a new room. Yeah, it's, we're, very, it's very small. We're in the small <laughs> podcasting studio uh, with a lot of gear, though. <laughs> so I bet, I bet we can use some of this next time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so this week we have, I guess it's whiny and cheesy, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. Epitaph Records 2001 record Idol Will Kill by the band Oscar, the punk band Oscar. Uh, and then Columbia Pictures 1999 release, I don't know, would you call it a horror movie? Um, like a comedy horror, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's called Idle Hands, featuring Devin Sawa. Yeah. Returning to the podcast, Devin Sawa. Well, um, Casper. Casper, yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking Varsity Blues for some and reason. And I feel I like we're going we've, back to episode and one. we've covered um, Seth Green before as well. Yeah. With Can't Hardly Wait, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Very correct. Any other repeats? Have we done a Jessica Alba uh, movie yet? No, I wish. I think we almost did. Yeah, we did Blue Crush instead of... Into the blue. Into the blue. <laughs> yeah. You were looking to me for it's like, like I was floundering. <laughs> help, help, help. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. This is episode 29? 29. Damn, One away th- from 30. Who thought we'd make it here? <laughs> uh, Joey, have you been listening to any cool music lately or podcasts or audiobooks or whatever? Uh, yeah, well, I'll just get out of the way first. I made a cool uh, like modern punk playlist for Cinepunks yes, on you their did. Spotify page. So check that out. It's only... It's exactly two hours long, but I don't expect you to listen to the whole thing because that's a lot of punk, especially. <laughs> but uh, I think it's pretty good, so you might find something you like on there. Um, other than that, I've been listening to the new Torch record. Uh, it's called Admission. That shit's awesome. Cool. I like that band a lot. Is that Torch with an E? Torch with an E. Torch A. Uh, and then I've been listening to a lot of the Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib album called Bandana. You mean Freddie Madball? Freddie Madball featuring Freddie Madball. <laughs> uh, That's cool. What's that like? It's just like, uh, it's like cool. Um, I mean, Mad Lib in general, it, he makes a lot of like trippy beats. Kind of like um, if you ever listen to Mad Villain with him and MF Doom. So it's like just really cool beats. Um, and then Freddie Gibbs right on. is like the coolest rapper right now. Cool. Um, and it's awesome. Um, that's kind of about it. What about you, Mike? Um, let me see. Let me check it out. Um, I have notes here somewhere. I swear to God. That's all right. Well, oh, other than that, I've been listening to a lot of Iron Age because I've been going. I'm going to go to that show coming up. They're doing two shows in oh, nice. um, Brooklyn pretty soon. Okay. I'm going to the second one. The second one is a matinee, and it has um, that band Candy is on it, and then so is New Lows coming out of the freaking grave to play that show and then um someone else cools on it uh oh waste management so that'll be really fun looking forward to that what have you been listening to mike uh yeah so i found it um i've been listening to uh there's a new surfer blood song called around your son okay it's actually really cool the last couple things that band has done have been kind of like flat but um their newest i guess it's a single coming up for an album maybe but it's it's pretty good pretty I don't standard i really know anything about them i know their name their first album's really really good you really? should check that out it's called astro coast it's like cool. 2009 or 10 maybe all right um they listen to the grateful dead of course um and i think i finally cracked my yola tango playlist i think like 
15 episodes ago. I was like, I'm trying to make a Yola Tega playlist. It's not like four hours long. I think I got it like under two hours. You got it under two? That's pretty so. good. That's hard like, with them because they have a lot of long songs too. Yeah, they're pretty like... So you could put like five songs and get like an hour almost. Right. <laughs> but no, I think I got a good spread of each album, like two or three from each album that are worth listening Even to. Even like least. the newest newest one from like yeah. last year? Cool. That, I think people love that one. That one's really good. It was pretty good. Yeah. It's just long, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I listened to that are one. Are they a three piece? Yes. Ooh, pretty cool. So is yeah. Oscar. Anyway, go on. I was going to say, I th- <laughs> I have a note that I was like, they have to be. How, how much the uh, Oscar relies on their bassist, I feel like they have to be a three-piece. Oh, piece. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, lastly, yeah, I was I listened to Bikini Kill. Not for the first time, but like... Like, like took for a, a, first took time a moment. In a while. Yeah, no, no, no really. Just kind of like like took a moment to like figure out what they're all about, and they're sick. Yeah, they're great. Love them. Yeah. I knew La Tigre, but I never really well, knew Well, it helped Bikini that Kill. they like put... A lot of Bikini Kill on Spotify recently. Because oh, that it, just happened. It was just the singles collection, I think. Okay. Um, which is good, but um, you know, it's always better to listen to a whole album than it is like yeah. a best of kind of thing. Anyway. True. Oh, you know what band I listened to? I listened to that record from that band, Him. <laughs> Remember Him? The, like oh, Bam Margera band. God. <laughs> I liked the one when I was in middle school because I like Jackass. <laughs> yo, give him a chance. You listen to the whole album? It's cool. Uh, yeah. The, the one with that's pink and he's like the dude's on the he's cover. He's like on the cover, looking like the crow. Yeah, the quo. The quo. Yeah, looking <laughs> like the quo. <laughs> um, Yikes! <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm I'm not kidding. It's pretty good. He's uh, that guy is like a big reason of why like Bam Margera was so whacked out, man. Really? Because that dude is like mad on drugs and stuff, and well, he's he Icelandic. Like, sure, and then so he just got like Bam. You know, with his addictive personality, kind of into a lot of bad shit. So th- that's what I learned from that. Uh, you putting Villa Vallo on blast? Yeah, whatever his name is. That's what <laughs> I learned from that uh, that Bam Margera thing from what was it? The almost two years ago now. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, all right, cool. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> enough about Bam Margera. <laughs> Let's talk about Oscar. Uh, Idol will kill Epitaph Records, two thousand one. I don't think I really knew this is what they sounded like. I didn't know this band really? at all. Really? Yeah. Uh, you didn't have Punkorama 5? I did. Or 6? You know what? Okay, so I don't think they had any videos for this album, but I looked on YouTube. They don't. And I found a Punkorama, like, showcase, and they were playing. Yeah, it's, like, pretty, like, awful quality, though, isn't it's it? It's very awful quality, but I recognized a couple song titles. They must have been from the other record, though, because none of them... This was, that was in 2000. This record came out in 2001. And uh, well, the song yeah. titles that I recognized were from probably Punkorama or... Or whatever. Really? Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I heard this band was on Punkorama 5. Which, which one is that? Is that Back in the Pit with the black eye? That has like the black oh. cover, black and white cover with the red text. Yeah, it looks like, I think Rancid's on that one, obviously. Uh, but. They are with that song Poison. Yep. I found a lot of cool bands from this. So I you bought got... that Poison album because I like that song. Really? Yeah. That came out in 2000 and you had, just to highlight a few... No Cigar by Mill and Colin, the Classic. ultimate Tony Hawk song, yeah. probably. Uh, you had Close Minded by Vision, uh, Oscar, of course, um, Better Be Women by The Dwarves, uh, H2L, Guilty by Association, Madball, Hold It Down, which is like the first time I heard Madball, um, Refuse Their Fucking Dead. That's a classic. What else we got? Bounce and Souls Kid. That band Pulley was cool. The oh, yeah. Si- the singer became like a pitcher for the uh, Diamondbacks. Was that um, right? Or ta- the Angels. Ta- oh, yeah, the Angels. Angels. Yeah, I think it was like Scott Redzavich or yep. something like that. 
you had the hives, like really early hives on there. You yeah. had Agfront, Voodoo Glow Skulls. I found a lot of great bands from here. It's funny you mentioned Pulley because I have a note here that says like this sounds like it's the uh, I was really into ten foot pole. More oh so, yeah, that band so was awesome too. Yeah, I have well, a note that this sounds like it's the ten foot pole era of music. Where oh, like, absolutely. I think ten foot pole is like the first punk band I ever listened to. I was at a, a Christmas party or no a Super Bowl party. Did you have the album with the baby? On the go-kart, smoking the cigar? Oh, we might have talked about this in our previous episode. I think so, maybe. No, I had that one, That's the only reason I ask. I had the fish one. Oh, yeah, the fish one. Okay. and uh, I never heard that one. I guess everyone was watching the Super Bowl or watching, like, maybe it was halftime or something like that, and I went out to play video games in this kid's room who was, like, five or six years older than me. He was like, what do you want to listen to? Some 10-foot pole? And I was like... I don't know what that is. Sure. Yeah, cool. But afterwards, I made my parents buy me the CD. and My uncle gave me that CD. Oh, shit. And I was like... That like changed my life. Cool uncle, yeah. <laughs> Been punk lifers ever since. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, got some bad news for you. You didn't like it? No, no. Oh, I didn't hate it, but uh, Oscar's not in the system. Is this been emo dot com? Oscar's oh. not in our system. We'll check with the email council, get an answer for you. Tweet to expedite their ruling. Damn, can we tweet it right now? Yeah, please. That's kind of fricked up. Dude. You tweeted about the buggies one time. Might as well tweet about. Yeah, Oscar. I don't think they uh, read that one. Uh, yeah. Or and if then... they did. <laughs> they don't know what we're talking about. Oscar was on Punkorama Six as well, but that was an old song. It was okay. a song. Uh, Which covers Punkorama Six? Wait, it says me? it was strangled on here too, but it it was not strangled. Hmm. It was um, oh man, I think it was Panic on Volume Six. Okay, what is the cover for Volume Six? That was like? with the monkeys with like the two thousand one oh. Space Odyssey. Yeah, with like the monoliths. Yeah, I like that one. That one has. Does that one have "We Threw Gasoline on the Fire"? Now we have nubs for arms and no eyebrows. Uh, like the No Effects song. Oh, the No Effects song. I don't think this. Maybe list. not. Bath of Least Resistance. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that was a different one. I don't know if this list is right. To be completely honest with you, <laughs> it says it was. It says Oscar had Strangled on here, but I hmm. don't think they did. Because Strangled's definitely on five. Either way, if you're listening, let us know which one. Yeah, if you still have Punkorama volumes five and six, I think I definitely have all of the Punkoramas still at my parents' house. Really? Yeah. Hell I yeah. think I definitely have. <laughs> it had um, Original Me by Descendants, which was an all cover. Mm-hmm. It had Weird, <laughs> Bad Religion, uh, All was on it as well. Death by Stereo, Holding $60 on a Burning Bridge. That was a cool song by them. It's Quite Alright by Rancid, Hot Water Music, and so on. Damn. Punkorama. That sounds right. The the comp, the, the era of the comp is dead, dude. Oh, it's such a shame. You can get those things I miss for five bucks back yeah. in the day. I would I would buy like three of them at a time. And then you'd find every other band and buy all of their full length. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I did with Oscar. I had the CD back in the day. You had this CD? You had both of them yeah. or just this and one? Yeah, I had this one. Okay. I, I listened to the other one much later, but... Yeah. Um, I didn't really know this is what they sounded like. I thought that like... I, I warmed up to it, but at first I was like, damn, these vocals are just kind of bad. Pretty whiny. They're, they're whiny. And they're like, they're just not on key very much. They're yeah. not technically great, but you know. I think it works. Um, it's well. He was also like nineteen. Yo, I was just gonna say. <laughs> I, I feel like they were like in high school too. I was like, These, yeah. this must be a high school band. Their lyrics are pretty petty and they're a little boring. But well, the first album is much more like um, regular punk shit. Okay. And then this one's like, I hate all of that punk shit. Right. Kind of. He said this one was like about finding his identity or something like that. I read a quote yeah. on the Wikipedia. Do you want to take... Yeah, I'm going to switch it up. Do you want to be the one to play the music this week? I'll let you pick oh, the can. songs. Oh, I can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me pull it up. Cool. But, uh, yeah, so let's see. 
Let's start off listening to, well, Strangled's a hit, so we'll save that one. Okay. Let's do Animal. That one's cool. Do I you like that Animal. one? I did like Animal. That was the first one that kind of got me. I was like, it's a, it sounds like a Fat Wreck song almost. Absolutely. Yeah. How how loud do I need this to be? It doesn't need to be super loud. As long as you and later? I can hear it, I'll splice it in. Okay. You guys will be none the wiser. Yeah, this song's pretty cool, though. The first song is like a little slow, patience. Yeah. And then Strangled, of course, is, like I said, the hit. But yeah. Animals, is, like, you're like, whoa, okay. This feels There's like a little it, bit more to this. And if you're saying the first song is more of a punk album, like it, this feels like it might fit a little more there. Yeah. I just... But you can tell they're a little bit better musicians by this time, at least. Yeah, that's true. There's one song in particular later on that might be... Uh, the body where i'm like yo these dudes can play yo the body let me see i had i thought i had notes on the body the body's weird the body it has that radio effect in the oh beginning. but they doubled their vocals on a couple songs and that's oh, one of them does do. it and that should be their sound man that sounds really good you think so yeah well it kind of makes up for the fact that he, like can't sing not very technically well. great yeah yeah i just i don't think they have very good like hooks for a pop punk band like i feel like yeah. usually if you're a pop punk band you've got like sing-alongs we've got like pretty well i think it's kind of the point though in a way like i don't know Mm -hmm. like they try and turn it on its head yeah like they're kind of like a little ahead of their time not necessarily in like they were like geniuses but like the sound in general yeah like they have that like kind of i don't know if they were ahead of their time with this band comparison but they kind of have that like sam i am thing going on okay a little bit i think and then they remind me of like what so where are they from do you know because they remind me of like they remind me of like an alkaline trio kind of thing. Yes, I, I even wrote that the song "Motionless" is basically an alkaline trio song. That one might be the hit. That one they is also, like that they, one sounds like alkaline trio in the beginning. They double their vocals there again too. They're from L.A. Oh, okay. They double their vocals there too. Yeah, they double their vocals in that one. And uh, let's play it. Yeah, um, this that motionless? one's a good one too. I like that one too. This has a very like Alkaline Trio opening. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. I feel like I always default to saying a band sounds like Alkaline Trio, Rancid, or Jawbreaker on this podcast, <laughs> but straight up, <laughs> that's true. Or like, you make some. Yeah. Oh, this one has a cool outro too at like two twenty, or maybe it's not an outro, but it's a cool bridge part or something. Can you skip ahead a little bit to two twenty? Two twenty. Yeah. Alright, here. It's got a cool chorus, though. This yeah. one's pretty sing along. I do like this one. Yeah, this yeah. one's like a good. Here's it's, it's just Yeah. You jumped to 220? Yeah. Oh. Oh, here, here it comes. Okay. Where it says, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's not. Is this one where they go, yeah, yeah, yeah? I'm not sure. Also, what is the cover? I couldn't tell. It almost looked like it was like a like a garage grate. Like a. Yeah, I thought it was like blinds. For a second, maybe. Too. Just pink. It could be. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know. I ran out of ideas. One. But that song's <laughs> cool, Motionless. Yeah, I was into that one. I like that song. What else do I have here? I feel um, like there's a little sweet spot in the middle there, too. It's like Motionless, Piece by Piece. Piece is by a Piece good is one. like. The, that one gets stuck in my head a lot, truthfully. Just like that that chorus yeah. gets stuck in my head a lot. Kinetic is really good, even though it starts off a little soft. Ooh, I think Connecticut was kind of boring. Really? Uh, I wrote that song just sounds like they're a fest band. Which... <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. 
Like I, I could see they're like they're that level of in, in my head at least they're that level of like unknown but underground where people would know them and really really love them. Oh, I think if this band played, people would flip out. Yeah. Like I, I mean, if they would have to, they would almost have to play something like Fest or like Riot Fest. Truthfully, yeah. I could see them playing, but not like high up. Were they that big? I just think that they're kind of like, um, they have a cult following. Yeah. Oh no no that's that's I mean that's the word cult yeah. for sure. Um, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, the guy has his name's like Devin something. Okay. Has a has like a bunch of solo albums. Oh, are um, they are they cool? Are they like folk punk or something now? No, I didn't even listen to them. Oh, nice, <laughs> <laughs> great research. Thank you. <laughs> I I think I intended to this morning, but I think I actually like listened to one of them, and it was kind of like just kind of boring. Uh, kind of boring, just like. Well, that's a bummer. Not even like not folky, not punk, not even remotely punky. Just kind of like that. That like dreamy singer songwriter shit, but like full band kind of stuff. Yeah, that yeah, it's weird, man. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll go back and listen to it and love it for some reason. But yeah. they, uh, he was also in another band called. Let me find it. Called Fingers Cut Mega Machine, which I think is a crazy name. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Sounds like, <laughs> um, a, sounds like a, an evil villain. It does. So maybe I'll check that out because that okay. sounds wild. I thought um, I was listening to the mistakes I've made, and I thought I was going to like that one, but it definitely started to lose me after like a minute. I think by that point in the album, You're there were like, like five songs left there too, and it's like I think this album's like fourteen songs long. It's like it is a little long. It's like it forty-four starts, minutes. Definitely starts to run a little. What long. did you say the mistakes you made? Mistakes I've made. Yeah, I'm going to play it real quick. Okay, so I remember it. Cool. Like it starts off with a lot of promise, but I think it slowly kind of fizzles out. ahead a little bit oh i like this one but i know what you mean it just like i feel like they didn't tie things together super well i think like it's a little disjointed in certain songs like they don't yeah. flow as nicely as i think they should uh pat graham loves this band i can see that i could see Sprainerd or big nothing being pretty influenced by this band yeah um, Shout out Pat, Pat if you're listening. Let's do an Oscar cover band. <laughs> I don't play anything. Pat, but, if you're uh, listening, I hope you enjoyed your honeys the other day when I saw you. <laughs> Hit us up. Let us know what you got. Yeah, let us know what you got. Um, what's your What's your order? <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, there's uh, there's a song where it says "Speak so slow." Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Do you know that one? Uh, not off the top of my head. Because then he says something about showing you my wrongs, showing you my rights or whatever. But it's I thought he was saying, I'm showing you my rocks. And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> like I, his like, rock collection. I, yeah, it's just like <laughs> this little simpleton showing somebody their rock collection. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> and I feel like that song had a, had a really big outro. And that's where they could have ended the album. Because then it goes into like two or three more. And Anchor... That song's back to you. So that that's was back to two you. songs after the mistakes you made. Okay. Though, but Disconnect, Disconnect is good. What were you about to say about Anchor? That's not that much of an outro. I know that that, no, that seems not. like it's like one of their bigger songs or like it could be a cool ballady song, but I don't think it belongs at the end. I feel like Back to You could have been a cooler way to end the Back album. Back to You right would have been a pretty good one. Yeah. Also, it's like just like a cool sounding song to end yeah. it on. Yeah. 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 Um, apparently, I, these guys fucking hated No Effects. Really? Like being like on tour with them at the time. Uh, I don't think do a lot of people back Fat Mike. I feel like he's a person. I, I like, think tough he's person just kind of always been hated, honestly. Yeah. Uh, 
they opened for no effects back in the day and opened the set by saying uh something along the lines of does does no one else notice that no effects hasn't put out a good record in over a decade oh shit (laughs) (laughs) just going out that's pretty good calling out the kings of pop punk and punk punk news called them the most hated act on epitaph who oscar oscar i mean they're so i was like damn they're definitely polarizing they don't fit with like bad religion they don't fit with yeah a lot of those bands, honestly, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Singing about but their cool. feelings and shit. I might. <laughs> I mean, I. I don't. It's tough to say that I prefer one or the other, but yeah, I like that there's variety at least. <laughs> oh, total. Wait, uh, we're talking about Fat Rag versus Epitaph, or just, what are you just talking? Just in general, I guess. Oh, just in general. Yeah. yeah. Um. What else? They're um, they're in the movie Crazy Beautiful. I don't know. With Kirsten Dunst. Oh. Um. It's from 2001. I'm pretty sure that we'll probably cover it on uh, here on some point. I mean, both of those words seem like they'd go along with some whiny albums. Yep. Uh, but they're playing the song All Right from their first record. And apparently the singer, Devin, was upset because they couldn't play. It was the same year that this record came out. And they didn't want them to play a song from this record to like promote so, the album or so anything. They def- so they had them play an older song. They definitely seem... <laughs> this unfounded they definitely seem like they're a pretty particular band in terms of how they're presented and how they're portrayed yeah. and stuff so i wonder if that was part of the breakup i wonder if they're a little a little difficult i'm sure it was or yeah. just like kind of just um had their own vision and then once they got in the world they were like fuck this yeah probably totally. yeah i can yeah. see that i mean because they probably played for four or five years before they even put out that first record and then yeah so like you know by the time they were big they were just kind of jaded by all of it yeah probably i think my advice to them is to write a little bit Write your songs a little shorter if you're gonna put out a 14 song album. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it a little shorter. Just a little bit. And then put put out a touch way earlier because that's like that's like the hit. <laughs> Did we play that one? Uh, I don't know. Let's play it. Let's play out of touch. I feel like that's the one that's like not the single, but everybody knows it. This one has like a hot water music intro. Just hear Chuck Reagan. I need a remedy. That's kind of what it sounds like, isn't it? This has got a cool... Yeah, see, I'm telling cool you, put, sound. put this earlier on the album. It was kind of like stuck at the end. It's like smack. Just past the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're it right. Should've, it should have been like two or three. Keep yeah. that energy flowing, baby. This sounds cool. Big fan. Yeah, this one's good. Um, yeah. That might be all I got. Oh, yeah, there are three piece. What are some of your favorite three piece bands, Mike? Uh, Blink One Eight Two, Green Day. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. Um, Green Day's like a six piece now. It's tough. <laughs> they're, they're like touring musician for like the American Idiot tour. Now they just have everybody. they just have those guys all the time. Um, dude, favorite three piece. That's a good question. There aren't a ton. No. Yeah, there's not a lot. I, I'm gonna name a couple. Oh, just because I thought about it, just to see if it'll jar memory. Dark Thoughts, the new Philly, newish Philly oh, band. Yeah, they're they're a three piece. They, they do it really well. I don't really think about new bands. Yeah, truthfully, there's probably a lot of good ones. Um, the Beast Boys, of course. Okay. Uh, Dino Junior. Oh, Dino Junior's a three piece. The Minutemen. Uh, <laughs> also, Beastie Boys is funny to think of as a three piece. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess that. Yeah, technically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thin Lizzy. Was a three-piece. Finn piece. Lizzie's a three-piece. That's apparently. They strike me as like a five-piece. You know what I mean? They strike me as like, like a twisted sister or something. <laughs> Along the lines of that, you know what's wild? I found out that Ben Folds 5 was a three-piece. 
No. But yes, what is 100%. The flash mean? I the don't flash? know. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, so it's just like the classic, like, maybe he's just trying to be like tongue-in-cheek about it and be like, this is the Ben Folds 5. I guess. Or maybe it sounded better than Ben Folds 3. <laughs> yeah, there's Thin Lizzy right there. 3. Dang. Wait. Oh, yeah. Because the singer played bass. Well, there's... Hold on. There's another picture where there's four people on stage. And there's another picture where there's four people. They must have been a three-piece at, at some point. Maybe they were a three-piece but had, like, a touring guitarist as well, which is interesting. I think when they, when they formed, they were a three-piece. Oh. Cowards. All right. My, my sources were not right on that one. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of You did say Green Day. Green Day's great. But Dookie... No doubt is one of my favorite records of all time, if not my favorite record of all time. No doubt's not a three piece, are they? They're like a <laughs> no, five they, piece. They have like five. <laughs> they probably have like horns and stuff too. Um, I think when the singer doesn't play an instrument, you can't. It's hard to be a three piece. Yeah, because you, then you're just a two piece with the singer. You either have to have like no bass or no guitar. Who's some of your favorite two? Who's some of your favorite twosomes? Two what? Duos. <laughs> uh, like Death from Above 1979. No That's a good one. Jeff the Brotherhood. Jeff the Brotherhood. Who is great. now like a five piece as well. Yeah, true. But their but best stuff is as two piece. Agreed. That's their garage year stuff. A couple I, times actually I saw them, they played like half the set as the two piece and half the set as a full band, which was cool. That's kind of cool. And he played like oh. his old uh, two string guitar when he did the two piece stuff. So cool. Yeah. With the JTB inlay. Yeah. <laughs> um,. And then when he played full band stuff, he had like a fucking Lucite guitar. <laughs> Those things are heavy, dude. He's a wild man. Um, what other two pieces Jeff are there? Jeff and Jammin. Oh, that band, The Clippers. That the we Clippers. Did last week. Not a lot of two pieces. No, not oh, really. One of my favorite three pieces is Algernon. Oh, are they three piece? They're three piece. There you go. Some, some little Philly riffers. Philly r- riffers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you come up with any weird out titles? Oh, I did. Um,. It's okay. Uh, it's this about from the song Disconnect, Disconnect. It's I Suspect, I Suspect, and it's about the ga- playing the game Clue. Okay. I feel like I've... Who maybe, do you think it was? In what room with what weapon? I think I've, I've maybe made a Clue out Weird Al joke before. So maybe in my world, Weird Al is a whole Clue album. Oh, that'd be cool. Go back to our previous <laughs> episodes, find all the ones that we've done that are related. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in my typical tradition, I couldn't do just one. So Piece by Piece became Pete and Pete. Okay. <laughs> the Adventures of Pete and That's Pete. That's fun. Um, and the mistakes you make became the big cakes you bake. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. The big cakes you bake. Big cakes. <laughs> um, they had to be big. Not they couldn't be the cakes you bake. <laughs> no, which would be like the same amount of wait. The mistakes you make. The big cakes you bake. Okay, it has I to need be that big extra syllable. To get the syllables. <laughs> that one syllable is very. Oh, Nirvana's cool. a three piece. Kind of. Oh, they were. You're right. But I feel like Pat Smear was basically a part of the band. Uh, that's by the end. true. Uh, weren't the poli- also, weren't the police a three piece? I think they were actually. Yeah, yeah that's a good G- one. Gordon Sumner. Someone came at me for. Be- I was like talking about Pat Smear, and I was like, "Yeah, he was like you know one of the founding members of the Germs." And they're like, "Oh yeah, Pat Smear of the Germs." I was like, "Like they were what? pissed that that's like what you cited him from?" Or they were like, "He like almost like he wasn't in that band." I was like, "Yes, he started it." Like I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Like what am I gonna, of the Foo Fighters? Yeah, like, they know him from the Foo Fighters. Okay, probably. <laughs> Oh, man. That's funny. I, yeah, I always forget weird. he was in the Foo Fighters for a minute. Yeah, I think he, I think it's he became like joined the band later on or something. Maybe. Yeah, he's in like the I think he's in the Everlong music video. Maybe oh. wasn't his signature thing playing like the he always played like the red, white, and blue guitar, didn't he? I'm not sure. Oh, that's what he's playing in the Nirvana Unplugged thing. I think he's playing oh. like a red, white, and blue acoustic guitar. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Why not? I don't know why I know stupid stuff like this. No, that's a good thing to know. 
Uh, <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you credit on that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, final thoughts on the album before we do a little take a little break. I like it. I couldn't really find any um, reviews on it. Yeah, I don't think it I was didn't like look super hard. I think it was overall, you know, like critically good. I think yeah, <laughs> like within a certain scene, I think it was well received. But I don't think it's like a super well known album. Yeah, what would you give it? <sighs> Rating wise, I think I'd give it like a like a six. I, I had a feeling you'd say that a six or a seven. Like, uh, probably a pretty steady six. Cause like, yeah, I like it, but I can't see myself coming back to it too much. I'm glad that I checked it out and finally know what this band sounds like. I think I'm I'm gonna try and listen to the first one again and see if I recognize some of those songs from the comps. You'd probably know um, Panic. That's like the big song. Okay. Um, but I looked at their top played songs on Spotify. And most of them were from this record. Yeah, so. I think so. Yeah. Um, I would give it like, I initially wrote an eight. Maybe a seven and a half. Okay. Um, I really like it. I still listen to it. I have the LP. Band's good. I wouldn't like fly to go see them. Right. So that's where I'm at. You wouldn't fly to go see them? Like I wouldn't like sh- like crap my pants over like a reunion if it wasn't oh. if they weren't playing like Philly. Right. You know what oh I mean? yeah, you're right. If they're yeah. playing here, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going. But not, not worth. Traveling. Even if they're playing like New York or something, I would be like, I'm fine. Maybe if something else cool is happening that weekend, but uh. yeah, <laughs> just combine the trip there. But yeah, uh, to play us out, to play us out. No, no, we got another half an episode left. Dude, come <laughs> to on. play us out and then back in. To play us through. Play us through. Yeah, we'll play some uh, strangled. All right, sick. You're strangled by Oscar. I feel torn into insufficient amounts of till. All right, we're back. Um, we thought we'd try something interesting. We had a fan submission for uh, an album and a movie, but they gave us a song instead. Yeah, it was from... Um, uh, da, 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 hold on. Oh, my gosh. Oh, come on, I'm dude. so ill-prepared here. It was from fellow playlist, uh, fellow podcast, <laughs> show, show Me Your Playlist. Show Me Your Playlist. Uh, thanks, Katie, for telling us about this. So we're yeah. going to... We're gonna, we're like Mike said, it's not, uh, not not a song and a movie we feel like doing right now. <laughs> but uh, so we're gonna do the song and the trailer. Yeah, the song is uh, "At Nature's Mercy" by Hot Rod Circuit, off of the album "Sorry About Tomorrow." 
I guess we did the song first. Correct. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, so hit play. About tomorrow. I don't. I know nothing about this band. I'm going in cold here. Oh. I, I don't know if I've ever really heard them before. Do you know Death in the Park? Nope. No? I know the name of the band. Okay. <laughs> and I used to get them mixed up with uh, Hot Snakes and Hot oh. Cross. Is All the hot playing? bands. No, I haven't played it yet. Okay, where is it? Wait, wait, I can't hear it. <laughs> Okay. Is this the one with the uh, the scientist on it or something? Or like, like a the pharmacist? Pharmacist. Oh, yeah. the song is called the pharmacist. Yeah, that's the opening track, right? Yeah, that's yeah. where Ted Leo got their name. Yes, correct. Yeah, this band's sick though. You don't really like. Oh, well, you don't know them, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know them. They have like they're a band that I don't really love all their albums, but they have like two or three songs off each album that are really really good. Their first album is cool. I can tell you, they are not a three piece. They are a four piece. They're like a five piece in this photo on Spotify. The cover to the first album makes them look like a techno band. Is that the one that has like Weak Warm and, yep, Irish Carbon? <laughs> Super Sad is off the next I like album. their cover to their second record. It says like schematics for a lawnmower. I think this one that has Super Sad on it. Yeah, that's yeah. track two. Hell yeah. This band's cool. I really right. like this band. If I was going purely based off cover art, okay, well, the one we're currently on doesn't have great cover art. But uh, the other two are pretty great. This band sounds about like I'd expect them to sound like. They're just kind of like get up kidsy a little bit. Yeah. What do you think of the song? It's all right. What year did this come out? 2001? 2002. Two? Yeah. A lot of our stuff this week is from the same couple of years. Yeah, the movie's from 99 that we're going to be talking about in a sec, and the album's from 2001. They kind of sound like, um, like Monine a little bit. Yeah, Monine had a little more like big, crazy, wild parts, and I feel yeah. like this band's a little more straightforward pop punky. That's true. A lot of octaves. Whole heck of a lot of octaves. Yeah. About halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we don't have to play the whole thing unless you have more that you want to we'll say about it. Skip towards the end. Okay, we'll skip towards Let's the see end. See how, how this puppy ends. What time? Um, for when I edit this, what time are you skipping to? I'm going to skip to 3.15. Okay. Oh, the out, yeah. just ring out. Nice. Yeah, right to the end. Cool. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> ring out for a solid 10 seconds. Uh, that was cool. Yeah. I, I would... Uh, kind of like how I thought they would be. That's a band that I thought we'd eventually cover. Yeah. And uh, maybe we won't cover that album now, but... We'll say... Yeah, we're going to probably do the first one, I imagine. I think we um, have that pending, maybe. Interesting. Or even okay. the second one. I don't okay. know. Who knows? Um, and now we're going to watch the trailer for Forces of Nature featuring... Okay. Sandra Bullock and Ben Affleck from 1999. Ooh, just like Idle Hands. Great year for movies, apparently. It's a DreamWorks production. Here, oh you, you just look at yours I'm and I'll look at mine. It I... started about a second later. So you pause yours for a split second? Okay. We good? It's got Banyan from Seinfeld in it. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> uh, I know we're not saying a lot right now, but just watch the trailer for yourself. Cause it's got my jaw on the floor. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> a plane cra- like, p- crashed before it even took off? 
Sandra Bullock just walked up to Ben Affleck and kissed him in the phone booth because he apparently saved her life. <laughs> I'm like trying to pause it on my phone to sync it up with yours exactly, but I'm just watching yours the whole time, so re- <laughs> there's no reason for this to be happening. <laughs> I don't. I don't get the plot yet. Katie, if you're listening to this, close in. Us, yeah, close in on what we're missing here. I, I get, I'm getting the impression that the plane never left the airport, though. So they have to take a bus to go back home? Is that what's happening? There's no other planes? No other flights? I guess. So. Was there some sort of disaster? They, or maybe that was the only only plane. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe it crash-landed somewhere? We did, never saw it take they, off in the trailer. Did it's they crash into a different reality? <laughs> they cra- I mean, like, yes. It's got a pretty all-star cast. I didn't know who that lady was when I said that, but... <laughs> I like it's that got the idea. lady, the lady from ER. Oh, Maura Tierney. Yeah, she's from Liar Liar, dude. Come on. Oh, she is from Liar Liar. Sorry, I. Who's that guy? It's got the bartender from At Nature's Mercy. <laughs> Forces of Nature. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Yo, I, I'm telling you, I think they're in a different reality. I think when the plane crashed, it took them into like a different world or something. It seems kind of surreal. Honestly. I think I would watch this for the sake of the podcast. I like Sarah right. Maybe we have to come back and do the album in the movie. <laughs> this is our trial run. I love the album. It won us over. You clearly love the movie. <laughs> clearly. This movie I've never seen. Like, what is happening? I don't know. That okay. Was, that was a wild ride. Cool. Check the comments out. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, in the meantime... Oh, comments are disabled? you got to be uh, shitting me. Lame. In the meantime, I'm going to talk about something that I did recently that I really liked. There's a game called Jackbox. I think I might have told you about it. It's like you download the app on your whatever, on your phone? TV. Or, okay. Well, so there's a there's a phone aspect, but you just go to jackbox.tv on your phone. Everyone plugs in the same code that they see on the TV. Mm-hmm. The TV gives you a prompt. Everyone plays along from their phones, and it's like a multiplayer kind of like... Trivia? Trivia, but... There's also things where you can like fill in the blanks and the people that like the, you know, you all vote on which one you like the most. Mm-hmm. And it's just super, it's like really, that really, really fun. fun. Yeah, I played at my friend's place in New York a couple weeks ago and uh, it was super duper fun. All so right. check out, there's my promotion. There's my, uh, we're not even sponsored by Jackbox, but uh, check it out. <laughs> we might as well be. Yeah. Real quick, back to Forces of Nature. Uh, apparently it's two days before Ben Affleck's wedding. The plane skids out of control, leaves him stranded in New York with no way home to his nervous fiance in Savannah. Gets his better judgment. The reliable groom to be hitches a ride with free-spirited traveler Sarah, uh, setting off a riotous road trip. I think that's all we really need to know. So this is the exact plot of that uh, Amy Adams movie. <laughs> uh, which Leap one year. is that? Leap year? I don't know. Probably. I don't know what it was called, but it was like she traveled through uh, Ireland on a whim. She was trying to get there so she could propose on a leap year, leap day, or whatever. We watched this movie, like, not that long ago. We did not. I swear to God, we did. (laughs) We did not. Was was that for Film Friends? It must have been. What? (laughs) We did not watch that. Damn. Did you guys do Amy Adams on Film Friends? No, we did. uh, Maybe we did. I don't know. Oh, uh, this is this feels like a different. This feels like a weird memory now. Uh, oh, you said Amy Adams, but the whole time I was thinking you were sent. You meant um, Isla Fisher. No, what's the girl from Road Trip? What's her name? Amy Smart. Amy Smart. Yeah, that's no. who I thought you meant the whole time. Anyways, yeah, I guess we I did are it. struggling. I guess I did it for Film Friends, but uh, it is called Leap Year. I've never yeah. seen this movie. Okay. I know the cover, but I've never yeah. seen it. So she, the the plot is like she is about to be married or whatever, 
and she goes on this whole zany road trip with this other guy mm-hmm. and probably falls in love with him and marries him instead, which is, I'm guessing, what's going to happen at the end uh, of... Uh, yeah, probably. Nature calls. <laughs> what is that movie? <laughs> Freaks of Nature. Forces, Forces of, of nature. nature. All right, cool. <laughs> Anyways. Before we go any further, uh, we want to extend a special thank you to Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations, <laughs> xlvacx.com. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. If you heard our last mini episode, we just went to the Let's Hang Out in Lehigh Valley. It was great. Um, so thanks to them for everything they do for just the area in general, honestly, and for Cinepunks and everything related to that. And, um, you know, if you need some shirts printed up also, they do that. That's pretty much their bread and butter. But, uh, so, you know, go do that. Thanks and, to them. And go to the next Let's Hang Out. Yeah. Go to Mall Madness on go August to Mall 19th. Madness. August 17th. God damn it. In New Jersey. Phillipsburg Mall. Phillipsburg Mall. There you go. Got it this time. Go to that. Yes. Uh, what have you been watching, dude? Um, so I had this TV movies. I had this on an, on a different note for an episode that we haven't recorded yet that we thought we were going to create record first. But, uh, I watched that movie, the old man, the gun with, uh, what's his name? (laughs) Uh, not Rutger Hauer. Who's the other one? Who's the other old guy? Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Straight up. Um, (laughs) I read the book, which was like three short stories about criminals and, um, and, uh, the movie, is focused on the the first story of those. Uh, it was pretty. It was good. It's got Sissy Spacek in it. Oh, we love her. We do. Um, I liked it. Uh, it didn't like blow my mind, but it was like a cool, just put on, do nothing to movie. Just to, uh, would would you say you chillaxed when you watched it? I would definitely say I chillaxed. That's good. Um, <laughs> and then I watched that movie Prospect. It went up on Hulu. I was trying to watch this last year, but it was only in the theaters for like a weekend here. Um, but it's like a sci-fi movie about a girl and her father played by Jay Duplass. We love him. We do uh, love him. <laughs> we love everybody, honestly, unconditionally. Uh, they go to like a remote alien moon where they try to harvest like some gems. Remote alien moon. <laughs> and then the, the forest there is like toxic, so they have to wear all this gear. Uh, they go to a remote alien moon where they go to harvest gems, but the air is toxic? Yeah. Interesting. That sounds I like thought you were going to say it sounds like something else in particular. <laughs> that sounds like this movie Leap Year featuring Amy <laughs> Adams. Um, and then they find out they're like not the only ones there, basically. There's cool. like some dudes, dangerous dudes there. Some prospects. Um, yeah. But it was pretty cool. I would, you, you should check it out. Um, right on. I mean, you like Jay Duplass. And then I oh, watched... It? It's Jay, not Mark. It's Jay. Cool. Yeah. And then I watched uh, Cecil B. Demented. Yeah. I might have said this on the mini. Uh, I can't remember. Maybe. I'll say either way it was good, so I'll keep it short. And then cool. I bought the Arrow Blu-ray of Killer Clowns from Outer Space and rewatched that. It looks phenomenal. Sick. What about you? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> um, I rewatched the movie She's Out of My League. That movie gets a lot of hate. I think it's very funny. What's that one? Who's in that? It's uh, Jay Baruchel and two of the guys from Cloverfield and the girl from don't trust the bitch in apartment 23 i don't know <laughs> i don't know it's funny it's like a, it's a stupid comedy that takes place in pittsburgh oh kristen ritter kristen ritter yeah, yeah. she's cool yeah um i re- started rewatching human giant because i haven't watched that since uh college or since yeah. high school i haven't watched it since high school uh and it's really hard to find i, I tried to say, buy it anywhere you, you can't find it so i downloaded you? it and Ooh. it's really funny uh it's funny to see paul rob and aziz as like early 20s dudes (laughs) yeah every time i see like even though like aziz is the one that looks the most the same whenever i see him with like long hair 
I'm just like, well, he looks like a baby. He does. They they look so small. You Paul get the, still looks you get like the DVDs man. on Amazon. Yeah, but they're like expensive, aren't they? Yeah, you get season one for like eight bucks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was there like a week ago. <laughs> I don't know if they. They've ever, been like um, fighting to get the rights for that stuff so they could pr- put it out on something. But how many seasons were there? Just two, I think. Um, uh, maybe the second one was never like released on DVD. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. That could be. Um, but yeah, no, I also, I watched this movie called Bait, where it's like, uh, there's that new movie Crawl, where they're trapped, and there's like alligators coming at them. There's a gator. And there's this old movie called Bait, it's an Australian movie from like 2012, and they're trapped, there's a freak tidal wave or something, and they're trapped in like a bodega, uh, and there's a shark going around in the, in there. And, uh, for some reason, I remember it being really good, so I've been like recommending it to people, (laughs) and upon watching it, I was like, this is garbage it's not good um it's got the, it's got homegirl from uh year next the australian lady oh the main Charlie girl vincent yeah oh, she's cool she's good i think she's a pretty good actress was this pre year next uh right before it i think yeah okay um and then did we ever did we talk about midsummer on here yet uh we mentioned that we saw it i think okay. on the mini one but yeah how'd you feel about it um it was fine yeah i thought it was better than fine but not great yeah, that sounds right. So, like, good to great. Like, I didn't, like, when I got out of the theater, I was like, meh. But then I kept thinking about it more and more. So, I mean, that says something, I guess. Right, if you're um, still thinking about it. like I It think, affected me in some way. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I, like, went to, like, do more research on it and mm-hmm. stuff. So, I must have liked it more than I thought I did. Yeah. Yeah, why are you trying to be a hater? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I just didn't, like, love it. Yeah. I thought the opening scene was insane, and then I think from there, they had a really high bar to hold it to. <laughs> I agree. I think the opening stuff is, like, the scariest, I guess if you want to call it that, part of the movie. Totally. Like, the most, like, jarring, really. Yeah. Agreed. The rest, I was just like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't um, shocked by most things that happened in it. <laughs> totally, yeah. I mean, everything that happened was what was expected, really. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, and last but not least, I rewatched that movie, Eyes of Laura Mars, and it's awesome. And I don't know why more people don't love that movie, written by John Carpenter, t- starring Faye Dunaway and Tommy Lee Jones. It's like a hmm. first-person kind of like noir, almost like a giallo movie, but like it's from the 70s. And it's, oh, it's really I don't know sick. anything about this. But she's like the... a, a fashion photographer who's, who can see murders as they're happening in her head. So she's like trying to warn people that they're happening and figure out who the killer is. It's really great. Pre at the drive-in. The singer and maybe one of the other guys was in a band called that. The Eyes of Laura Mars? Yeah. Oh. Well, so, they must love that. I think go. it might be a book first, then a movie. I'm not sure. Okay. Or the novelization might have come after the movie. I don't know. Yeah. Either way. Uh, anyways, this week we're talking about Idle Hands, 1999 Columbia Pictures release. Here is how the movie begins for those of you who have not seen it. blow the candles out downstairs? Uh, yeah. Look at this. A Thanksgiving cornucopia made out of pie plates and spackle. What the heck is a cornucopia? It's like a horn of plenty. Oh, dear, can't it wait? We just finished decorating for Halloween. You. Well, good night. No. Yeah, so there you have it. Uh, yeah. That's the intro to the film Idle Hands, <laughs> 1999 <laughs> Columbia Pictures. I don't know why I keep saying it. Um, there's also like a, 
leading up to that, it's just almost shot for shot like the intro to Halloween. It like tracks oh, yeah, around, around the house and there are a lot of jack-o'-lanterns and stuff. Am I crazy for thinking that the guy that played the headless friend was the star of this movie going into this? Oh, I knew nothing of this movie going into it. Really? You had never seen it before? I'd never seen it. Uh, my friend and I, my friend loves Devin Sawa and I love Jessica Alba. Yeah. So my friend Bianca and I have been trying to watch this movie for no less than six months, <laughs> maybe a year. And I was like, all week, I was like, we got to watch it. We got to watch it. We got to watch it. Because I have to watch it. Because now I have to watch it. So I'm going to have to watch it with her at some point in the next <laughs> Again. upcoming six months or whatever. I mean, it's got an all star cast. You got Devin Sawa, Seth Green, who I think is like noticeably older than the rest of his friends in this movie. Um, he's got like I guess I don't know. His face is looking a little old to me in this one, but I didn't look up how old he would have been. Fred Willard's noticeably older than everyone. <laughs> oh yes, uh, the the kid I'm talking about from before, Eldon Henson is kid, his is his real name. Kid from the Mighty Ducks. Kid from the Mighty Ducks. They played Fulton in the Mighty Ducks. That was his name. Okay. Jessica Alba, Vivica A. Fox. That one guy from oh, Vivica Fox. Yeah. That shit. one guy from Cecil B. Demented plays freaking. Ricky or whatever oh, his name is. The guy with the hair. Yeah. The, the truck. 90s bully. The yeah. He keeps calling his Ford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom DeLonge plays a drive-in guy. I missed that. I missed that entirely. And I saw his name in the credits and I was like, what? I saw it before. I Yeah. Before it even happened, I was keeping an eye out for it and I still missed it. So. Someone else. Kyle Gass is in that scene too. Working really? there. From Tenacious D. Jake and I thought we saw Kyle Gass on uh, an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine earlier and I don't think it was him. <laughs> um. I think it probably was. I think he's been in that show. Really? I don't know. This is now a Kyle Gas <laughs> podcast. The the Gas Cast. Uh, Go, he going. was on an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Was it season five? Uh, I don't. It doesn't really say. But he, yes, season five, episode twenty two. That's him. That's Played a guy named Dario Moretti. I even or Dario Moretti. So Jake said it was the season finale, and I said what season five, episode twenty two. He was like, "How am I supposed to know?" But. I feel like most <laughs> most shows have twenty two episodes. <laughs> wow, I um, guess. Yeah. Uh, um, enough about Kyle Gas. Anyways, there's a cat scare in this movie. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Hate when there are cat scares. <laughs> uh, Jessica Alba was seventeen in this movie, and she looks the same now at thirty eight. That's true. She is not aged a day. Jessica, if you're listening, still interested in just taking you out for dinner or sometime, <laughs> just chatting. She, in this, she wrote a song called Hell Patrol in her lyrics book. Yeah. I thought that was pretty righteous. Like, she was a, <laughs> a demon with gum stuck to her shoe or something like that. Something. Yeah. Uh, there's a, I think it's Devin Sowell that says at one point, nothing cooler than a chick bass guitar player. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, when okay. he comes into the room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had one beef with this movie where all the characters only one well i guess several but uh the characters all just say their motivations out loud like especially vivica fox she's like yeah. i'm on my way like to herself as she's driving it's just like i'm on my way to stop evil or something like, like that. why it's would like, you even need to say it out loud like, it's just now. you there you're just saying <laughs> what you're doing well and then there's uh, devon sawa has like a problematic line early on he was they were like you know, there's more to life than like smoking pot and watching TV all day. What do you do? You have maybe aspirations or something? And he said something like, "Yeah, I just want some hot broad to bring me food while I watch TV or something like that." I was like, "Whoa!" Well, the movie ends with uh, spoiler alert: <laughs> his two buds, uh, Seth Green and Magoo, whatever the guy's name is, <laughs> Magoo, end up getting he, uh, Devin Sawa kills them. Oh, they his come, name they come in this movie ghost. is Penub. That's what it is, Penub, not Magoo, <laughs> not Nub. Because like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's some sort of trivia on that that I had, didn't have the time or I patience to read. Any of the trivia. Um, but no, so the, there's an ending where they're ghosts and they're like, "Let's go walk." 
walk through a nurse, and then one guy goes, "Careful, some of them are guys." Like, oh, yeah, ooh, was, that would be the there worst. There's definitely thing. some homophobic to stuff. To walk in this movie. through a guy, <laughs> no. <laughs> I like how. Uh, oh, and they they tell him his, him knitting is queer. Yeah. As well. Oh, there's like a ton of problematic shit, but yeah, but we won't scratch the surface. Um, he kills his friends. There's a Telltale Heart reference when he hears them speaking from under the ground. They come back as zombies. Did not see a zombie aspect coming in this movie. Oh, yo, it was filmed in the same neighborhood as Halloween. Oh, really? The original. Well, that it's probably the, it might be the same house then, honestly. like It might be. No, huh. they'd probably call that out. They probably would make a big deal out of it. Sorry, what were you saying a second um, ago? I don't know. I think I was saying something about Vivica Fox's like... Oh, the at, zombie thing. You didn't see the zombies oh, coming. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a, pretty, a little more straightforward and less like... It's, it's funny yeah. and a little more like surrealist, maybe. It's definitely more like zany than it is like horror. It's not even yeah. remotely scary. Right, no. Like not even a little bit. Um, Vivica Fox was kind of like Ash from Evil Dead, I thought. Yeah, kind of. She's just trying to stop the evil. When she throws that knife. She throws that knife. The hand kind of runs around like in the Evil Dead. Yeah. It's like there were a lot of shout-outs. There was like, they were watching Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead on TV at one point. Yeah. Rob Zombie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, soundtrack. Decent soundtrack. Well, I don't remember much other than than, uh, Dragula. So they got (laughs) Static X's Push It. Oh, actually, I did make a note of that. That was cool. Unwritten Laws, Colin. Ace Frehley's New York Groove. The Offspring's uh, Beheaded. And then they cover I Want to Be Sedated by the world-class band, the Ramones. Yep. Uh, Second Solution by Living End. Dragula by Rob Zombie. Santeria by Sublime. Shout at the Devil by Motley Crue. And Rancid's Blood Clot. Okay. All kind of like morbid spooky songs it's like a halloween i guess this movie takes place around halloween so yeah because there's like a party but they're not in school right i think they'd graduated i think they're they're graduates so what's the dance um i I was wondering that i was like this seems like it'd be a school dance but they talk about how they've been out of high school it's just kind of a local a local dance local dance yeah a local <laughs> you know how all your towns local have local dance. dances <laughs> do you think Devin Sawa's character Anton was named after the founder of the Church of Satan Anton LaVey oh maybe probably right does it say it in the trivia that it is um I don't know I'm not in there anymore <laughs> this is the same hand that appears in the Adams Family movie as Thing played by magician Christopher Hart magician Christopher Hart that would explain oh. how animated the hand is Truthfully. Speaking of the hand, I thought they were kind of. I thought the microwave scene and the uh, pencil sharpener scene were actually kind of creative. I thought Yo, they were I, cool. I wrote. Wait, what was the other one, first one you said? The microwave. Yeah, I thought that the. I even wrote that the pencil sharpener scene. I was like, oh, this is like, um, a cool effect you'd expect from like, like a B or C list horror, '80s horror movie. Yeah, basically. I liked it. I mean, the microwave is like kind of like uh, Gremlins, I guess, uh, a little bit. True. If yeah, they're a lot of but I don't know. I still I still thought it was kind of cool and creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got? Uh, we got uh, Seth Green wearing a shirt that says "Porn Star." All mo- the whole movie. Sick. I think that was a brand back uh, then. In like the sense. classic, like, what would you call that? Like, gas station yeah. circular logo with yeah. a stripe. That was like a very '90s shirt to have. Yeah, I feel like general. there were a bunch of bands that had logos like that. Like, I think. Yeah, uh, I can't even think of a good Sam example. Sam I am definitely does. Yeah. Um, uh, what else we got? Oh, back to the Offspring. We were looking it up before we recorded. Well, I was looking it up before we recording. For each member of the Offspring, this is their only movie credit on IMDb. The rest are music videos. Um, <laughs> but uh, I thought it back kind of back to what we said earlier about the Oscar playing an old song in in the other movie that they were in. 
The Offspring play a song that's like 10 years old at this point in this movie. Beheaded is from their first record. It must just be like... By now, I want to say like... They were on the verge of Americana coming out at least. Oh yeah, Americana was like 2001, two. Yeah, so this was right before that. So it was right after... I don't know, maybe Smash was right before that. I can't really remember, but... Yeah, either way. I mean, I think it's just because it's like spooky song. Spooky beheaded. song. Yeah, that's a good point. Like the Rancid song was called Blood Clot. You know, like I think they were... And then what's his name? Dexter Holland, who's... If that is his real name, <laughs> uh, says he even has a line right before he gets his head ripped. And he does a real bad scream. Yeah, he does a really bad scream. Should we dox Dexter? If you're listening, you know any info on Dexter, let's dox him. Let's get <laughs> yeah. all his info out there. Let's share it to the public. <laughs> um, I read I read something that said, I'm just going to read it verbatim because I don't feel like elaborating. I didn't read it yet, but it seemed interesting. <laughs> um, an elaborate swimming pool sequence utilizing a large pool model, wall of hands, and hellhole visual was literally planned, was initially planned, sorry, initially planned as the film's final hand encounter. However, initial post-viewing tests suggested the ending didn't quite mesh with overall intended tone of the film. A replacement shop class sequence with both comic and horror elements was substituted, delaying the film's release by several months. The original swimming pool sequence with mostly completed effects can be watched as a bonus feature on the DVD presentations. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I don't even remember that scene. Yeah, there was no... It they was like, cut. They cut it. They, pro- it, it. they filmed like a super, super elaborate thing and then just cut it. Wow. Weird. Yeah, very weird. I liked the, the, the car thing, though. Oh, the car thing was cool. Her being, I thought she was being sucked into an uh, anarchy symbol instead of a pentagram. <laughs> uh, when Vivica Fox initially draws the pentagram on the map, it's so like convoluted. Oh, it looks bad. She's it's just like, like Xing all these random parts and then she like goofs up the tracing of it. She's like, oh my God, it's a pentagram. It's like, no, you could have just drawn that. And it's super, super <laughs> ovular. It's like not even, yeah. it's not even really like a pentagram. <laughs> um, I just looked it up. This movie lost the studio a good like 20 million. Oh God. Estimated budget between 20 and 25 Dang, that's only, wild. Only I was like aware million. of it when it came out, I feel like, somehow. Yeah. I think just from being like a Seth Green fan at okay. the time. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's some kind of funny meta scenes, too, where like at the end, the hand just disappears and Seth Green's like, wait, that's it? No hellfire? No explosions? Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> or like when Devin Sawa has like an awakening and uh, and Seth Green is like, all right, no Kevin Costner speech. Let's go. Let's just go yeah, do it. Yeah, that was <laughs> good, too. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Honestly, the movie's kind of funny. It is. I thought it was decent. Um, what else we got? Uh, the death, like Tanya's death in the fan is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. She gets like sucked up into the fan that they just be, drop through. That'd be so traumatizing. Yeah. Um, I liked it when the hand is the little doll. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. And then they like blow. <laughs> and his face changes. It. Yeah. And his eyes roll back and get all bloodshot. Like he's like a nice unassuming doll at first. And then he looks evil. His hair yeah. is all crazy. And then they get him high and he's like all his eyes roll back and they're all bloodshot. Like you said. That definitely <laughs> had some punch up from a comedian. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I kind of wish this. It was just this little doll the whole time instead of the hand. Instead of the hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That'd be funny. laughs> um, what else? This is like SLC punk era Devin Sawa, I guess. He looked oh, yeah. literally identical. It's like right around that same You're time. Right. Um, there was a weird scene with a principal calling a phone phone hotline and jacking off. Yep, that was weird. I don't know what that was. Credit card number. Don't know why that needed to be in the movie, to be honest. Yep. Um, Jessica Alba got bonked on the head and, and said, ow, <laughs> when she got hit in the head and collapsed into the art room. <laughs> it was just like a weird elongated her going, ow. And uh, yeah, it's fine, Jessica. I still loved it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is this is a weird fact. Sorry, I was reading this on IMDb. You're good. Uh, 
Mick and Penub's character names are based on the SNL skit where Eddie Murphy played an illiterate character named Buckwheat, who sang popular at the time songs in a way that he wasn't understood half the time. Right. That's a weird wording. Uh, in one skit, he sings the song Looking for Love and sings Wookin' Penub in all the Wong paces. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be heard on the commentary that both Mick and Penub's names are based on this skit. He, um, that's weird. Eddie Murphy would say "if do tan" instead of "if you can" as yep. buckwheat, so that was always fun. <laughs> <laughs> always, <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> oh, oh, here you go. Devin Sawa's character's name Anton, which is the same name as the founder of the Church of Satan. There you go. Wow, we knew it. Believable. I mean, Anton's a pretty specific name for a movie that f- focuses around a haunted phantom limb. <laughs> what is he up to now? Anton LaVey? No, don't sound He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead, man. Uh, also, at the end, Devin Sawa still killed his parents and his friends and stuff. He should be reprimanded somehow, right? <laughs> Instead of just being in a body cast and getting some love from Jessica yep. Alba? Yep. He was in SLC Punk 2. Oh, Ooh. Punk's Not Dead or whatever it's called? Yeah. I heard that was very bad. He's been in a lot of like random episodes of shows, some TV movies. Any cool ones? No. <laughs> Good answer. A lot of bad stuff. Well, actually, he was in some movie called The Philly Kid. About a uh, kid from Philly, <laughs> guy that becomes like a cage fighter. Oh, <laughs> weird. Um, oh, I found us in the movie where the cops. <laughs> oh yeah, Sean Whalen is that one guy's name? He's like that character actor. The, oh, the guy that looks like a young Steve Buscemi, basically. Ooh, I don't know. And then I don't know the other guy's name. Oh yeah, you know that guy. Where's he from? He's from. Um, sorry, I'm pulling it up now. He's from People Under the Stairs. He's from Twister. Oh, is he Roach or whatever? Yeah, he's Roach. Hell yeah. He's from Never Been Kissed. Yeah, that guy. Sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's Roach from People on the Stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that movie's crazy because it's got Nor- uh, Nadine and Ed from Twin Peaks. It does. And it's like it really the does. same time. And they're like leather people. Yeah. Ed from Twin Peaks' IMDb photo is wild. He's sick. He looks like someone used the face app on the uh, fucking, what's his name? From Rocky. <laughs> Big Ed and Norma. Best couple. Ving Rames is in People Under Stairs. Anyway, we're getting off track. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> um, I didn't do wine or cheese, did you? Uh, <laughs> oh, real quick, what would you give the movie? It has a sixteen oh. percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it was that's way low. That's, that's not so it's low. not that bad. You gotta look at it under the guise of a comedy movie and even and the uh the viewer is like fifty eight, which I think is still like okay, but harsh. I I give, will, it's fine, I guess. I would I give. G- it. I give it a five out of ten, so a fifty. Yeah, I give it like a six. So I guess. We're, so, was, so the critics are not you, the critics. The viewers are right. You think the viewers need to give it two more percent? <laughs> they do. I gotta get. Let's get it up, people. Let's get it up. Let's get it up there. I'm we gonna, just need a couple hundred percent voters, and we'll get it right up there. I'm gonna start a. What's that petition site? GoFundMe. No. no. Uh, change.org. Change.org. I'm gonna start a change.org petition. To get two more percent on idle hands on Rotten Tomatoes from the viewer score. Okay? People have to sign a petition to basically to pledge that they will do it. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. But not too high. Just the 60%. You don't have any tasty notes. I do have tasty notes, actually. Yeah. Oh, you don't have wine or cheese. I don't have wine or cheese. Okay. Let's do tasty notes. Let's do tasty notes. 
uh, nutmeg, oregano, hamburger meat, and broken beer out of a broken bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I forgot nutmeg and oregano. That's pretty good. <laughs> Wait, so you got nothing from the record? Uh, the record, I didn't pay attention to any food references. But, <laughs> I don't uh, think there were any. Oscar Meyer Wieners. <laughs> <laughs> yep, perfect. So hot dogs. Or Oscar the Ground Sheets. Yeah, so garbage. garbage. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> garbage. Uh, oh, hell yeah, Johnny Pemberton. Yo, that show was <laughs> Oh, that was something that we listened to. We saw watched. Johnny Pemberton this past week, and he <laughs> yeah. fucking... I could listen to him do a stand-up set every night. He was great. He came through the crowd. He came through the crowd. Two people that I were from the town over from me that I haven't seen in like 13 years were in the, were, were there like, and yeah. volunteered. Yeah, and Mike from Catatonic Youth also answered the phone. <laughs> yeah, uh, that all makes no. If sense you have the opportunity the to go see him, go see him. I think his tour's over, but see him next time. He's he, and he's, it's not like crazy laugh out loud funny. It's just really entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. I love Johnny Pemberton. My only tasty note was burrito. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> burrito question mark. Because I think I put it there as like a placeholder to come back to. You were going to make a burrito out they, of some shit? Well, no. They were going to make a burrito, and then they found that the hand was in the microwave. Oh, yeah. That's right. And then I just <laughs> abandoned it. I like the you question mark, though, too. Like, well, maybe I'll do that, but maybe I'll try something else. <laughs> do you have any uh, wine or cheese? I do. You have okay. none. I have none. All right. So I got uh, four. No, I have three. Sorry. Uh, my first one is... Um, now look at my hands. They don't move the same as two years ago. That's Oscar. Yeah, it's from Kinetic. Uh, Just because my- I feel like he would say hand, <laughs> not hands. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, damn, I thought I was going to get you with that one. That was a pretty good one, though. I'll, I'll give you that. My next one is I've changed as much as I can. That is from... I'm going to say the movie. Nope, it's from Piece by Piece. Piece by Piece. My Oscar. Why, why, how has he been changing? I don't know, man. I only wrote that part. As much as he can, though, <laughs> As much as he can. <laughs> uh, and then my last one is, come on, man, I can't breathe down here. <laughs> That's from, uh, <laughs> that, is, is that uh, Magoo or is that Panum? It's <laughs> <laughs> Mick. Mick or Panum. <laughs> when they're under the ground, when they just got buried by their best bud. <laughs> uh, you can't see it, but every time Mike knows the answer... He does this thing where he doesn't say it right away. He just like looks at you and nods a bunch, <laughs> and it always makes me laugh. Oh, weird! You do that. You do. You go like, uh, like when or when before I'm done saying it, you're just like, like this. You're like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. It's funny to be called that for something that you involuntarily do. <laughs> it always makes me laugh. <laughs> Damn. Well, I'm gonna keep doing it, I guess, because I have no choice in the matter. Uh, we decide. I, I decided not to even look at the IMDb tags. I don't know if that's even fun for the listener. We're gonna give it a break this week. No, there yeah. were like 500 of them, and I didn't want to sift through 500. I like it when Tyler's here for it too. So we won't do it until he gets back. There you go. Solemn, <laughs> solemnly, we're gonna pinky swear. I do remember that the first one was a f- female frontal nudity, though. And, and then the second one was like boobs. The third oh, one was breasts. Look. <laughs> Just going back to that scene real quick, I didn't expect that. Oh, dude. I actually same. didn't expect female frontal nudity in well, this movie, despite what, reading the tag before watching the movie. So the way it happens is a dude and a chick are making out. A dude and a chick are making out in a car. <laughs> and uh, ki- full-blown kiss makeup. She's she, Paul Stanley. She, like, he's Gene. She forces him to perform oral sex on her. <laughs> yes. And then her, well, boobs, says, her boobs are just out. Cause well, the, she says, like, tear it off or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Because like in that. my head, they're making out. They just... And then I look out. away for a split second. They're they're out, <laughs> and he's, bad he's down there. Yeah. <laughs> and then the animatronic hands just honking on her boobs. <laughs> yep, he just rolls up in there and yeah, the, puts his magician hand to work, yeah, as they really say. Does. 
His magician hand. Uh, I've got notes for so many things that we haven't even done yet. <laughs> I have this like Google Doc. You have like pre notes. I've got no. I I did the full notes of the one episode that we haven't recorded yet. That we're oh, I have for those Tyler, too. I guess. And then we had one idea for uh, one that we were going to do, and I listened to the album and made notes on the album and the movie. Uh, but we have. I don't even know if that's even on the 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 docket. Anymore. I don't yeah. even know what that one is. We'll talk about it in a second. Okay. But, <laughs> but this is boring for you guys. So thanks for listening. Uh, like and subscribe. Watch, watch, like, and subscribe online. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You got anything else to say? Um, leave us a review. Like, it would be fun to like read some of those on uh, on air. Yeah. Tell uh, us, tell us what we're doing or, poorly and what we're doing well. Yeah. Or at least like put a rating in. I feel like that thing kind of matters a little bit. I feel like it helps. If you, if you, even if you listen to it, just put a throw a rating on there. You're right on the screen. If you tweet at us and tell us to do stuff we'll do it we'll do it we we'll, have no shame we'll draw stuff we'll like go places and take pictures and and humiliate we'll, ourselves we'll jump and shit. off stuff yeah we'll do like some cool jackass this will stuff. like a stunt show yeah. so somehow <laughs> we're stuntmen and if you're still listening all the way right now we've been recording for like an hour seven so if you're still listening to this right now god bless you thank you thank you Break up.